so yeah, a new um, podcast from me, um, but it's really one that I'm doing kind of in response to requests this time, um, although not even a direct request, so this is a bit random, but sometimes you just got to put your thoughts out there. Um, so Dr. Catherine Bell from the Ramley Media, I uh, hope I'm saying that right, she put a request out for people to... Um, promote their PhD so I was like that's really interesting I hope students do get out there and promote their PhD respond to her request whether you're doing your PhD or, or just after um, maybe you'll you'll want to listen to what people have put because you're considering doing a PhD um, or you're hiring people who do, do PhDs um, and you're kind of thinking well what what do PhDs help with um, so I did a PhD in pure maths and um, you might think, hmm, is that helpful at all? But I thought, and I started my PhD 20 years ago, but I thought maybe I can kind of explain how that has helped me in, in, in my work, whether it in business, charity, public sector, you know. So um, I'm going to now link to another recording about that. And Dr. Catherine Bell, if you're listening to this, if you want to use this or get me to re-record it or have a chat sometime, happy to do that. Um, but it's been really helpful to think about this um, just for myself. So I hope you enjoy listening. Thank you very much. I think one of the interesting things about my PhD that's helped me later on is that ability and determination to keep working on a problem um, or even just being able to understand a problem and a solution um, for days. You know, so whether it's like actually reading a, a research paper um so i did mathematics specifically number theory and within that diophantine approximation which is quite a, a niche area um which was basically looking at um the approximation of irrational numbers or even sets of irrational numbers by um sequences of fractions basically, or, or rational numbers, as they're called, and um, looking at functions which, which might um, be able to represent those, um, the way that, that those sequences behave um, and, and the way that they approximate and get closer and closer to those irrational number sets. Um, and... Um, it, Anyway, I'm I'm digressing to now. I'll tell you my whole PhD. Basically, it was um, we we found that using fractals was a really great way to um, observe how these sets of um, the 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 way that these sets of rational numbers can zone in and and approximate these irrational numbers. Um, either really well or or, or kind of so-called badly, um, i.e. slowly, which might be a good or a bad thing. Um, so, yeah, and we did that in, in real space and in um, sort of various kind of abstract spaces with various bounds on them um, and restrictions. So, yeah, so that was sort of roughly my PhD I could probably explain that a bit easier but to go back to um what I was talking about before so reading a, a paper about this and trying to understand you know how in this 
particular paper that I'm looking at today? How did that, um, how are they setting up the scene? How are they, what kind of space are they working in? What assumptions have they made? Then what kind of problem are they setting out to, to try and solve? What kind of a, um, and then all the lemmas, like what kind of um, pieces are, are they pulling on from various other papers? Do I need to go into any detail on that? You know, you have to think about all these things, all those things that build up to this, then um, the, the main statement, the the, the theory, um, the theorem that they're, that they're saying in this paper is true. Um, and then that's all before then you get to the, all the proof of it <laughs> where with more lemmas and, and more definitions and more, you know, digging into that space and you've got to follow the logic through um, and try and understand how did they get there? Um, what devices did they use? How cunning and slick and was it or how much did it take them into like a whole long sequence just to prove one like tiny bit but that was crucial um and um yeah how much that did, did I need to know and understand how much was I just like looking at it in terms of you know just trying to understand how would I go about doing something like that um you know there's a lot in there and that could take days or weeks to try and just understand and unpick one kind of paper um, let alone then trying to do the research myself for my own theorem, which, you know, for each, I think I did about three theorems, each one took a year, um, and they were sort of in, in, in a lot of collaboration with my supervisor and even with other people. Um, and the last one I did more on my own, but, um, yeah, each one took a year, you know, and that's a, you've got to have, I didn't have much confidence at all when I began I nearly gave up but you know what you get overall out of the end of a PhD like that is you do get the confidence to stick to a problem and um, yeah and I think that's massively helped me in my working life because I've ended up then um, you know I'm a technology consultant so I go in and I work with a team um, of developers I'm uh, a, a business analyst and I go into a new organization and they're like right we've got this whole thing that we wanted to, to build this sort of business problem that we've got we've tried it in this way this way it hasn't worked so far and my job is to go in and analyze and I've got the confidence to go in and know that it's going to take me some days to work this out but I know I will work it out you know I've got to go in and like build relationships and go and talk to people and uncover evidence and you know and there's loads of puzzles at the beginning and everyone's throwing out well, why did they do that why haven't they done that what should we be doing and you know why hasn't it worked before and you know gradually I mean there's also layers of understanding people and organizations that go into it now which I've added on over the last couple of decades but um, you know essentially it's a problem to solve and you've got to have the confidence that you are going to just stick with that and you don't know the answer and you're not going to, you know, you might want to throw some conjectures out there, but you want to make sure you're caveating that with a lot of, you know, saying that these are assumptions and we, we, we might not know yet and we don't want to know yet. You know, we want to make sure we've got a really broad view because if we go out there and just say, this is it, you know, it, it will get shot down because the organization will be like, well, yeah, we know that we tried that. 
you know, can come in. I've got years of been working on this. So how are you? You know, we've got to come in there within like a couple of weeks. We don't have long because consultants are expensive, right? So you've got to come in there and try and like learn as much as you can of what all these people know, but also fit it together in a way that they've never seen it before and help and actually even take them on the journey and 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 show them back to themselves this massive big picture of a problem and you know and so then they would be getting on board with this whole new solution that's you know you're working on with the developers and everyone but it's that you need to like say look these problems are complex but they're not intractable you know they're there's sort of the simplicity on the other side of complexity you know but it can take a few days to get there and um yeah i guess nothing's ever as hard as like some problem in fancying approximation mentally but um emotionally and and people wise you know there's a lot going on and there's a lot of people who don't want in an organization don't want to talk about you know the the problem or have feel like they've talked about it to their blue in the face and no one's actually listened maybe they have people haven't really been listening to the right people and it's a matter of getting all of that evidence down succinctly um and make sure that you do bring all those people into the room and get and enable them to all speak at the right time so that that big picture can be seen um but yeah so i think that's how my phd one of the ways that it's helped me in my work now and um yeah and it does really work i've worked in over a hundred organizations i think <laughs> in the last 20 years um some just for a couple of weeks some for a couple of years um through various different organizations that i've worked with um i've been in two different consultancies for a total of over 10 years but i've also worked just within an organization and working across it um as a as a permanent employee and i've I've worked on a charity and worked in in uganda and um like that was interesting having to go there and come with kind of some bright idea of what i wanted to do and then go and sit and actually work with the team and find out actually there's a whole load of problems that this team are dealing with um they were a team who were trying to help families and children basically in those families who had disabilities and they're all in a very rural area in southwest Uganda and they're trying to give help those children to have access to medicine and you know all the medical help they needed surgery or diagnoses you know might have epilepsy or whatever and get the right kind of drugs or or whether it was um you know other things that that they needed maybe they're also like deaf and getting them access to education and um and then income generation for the the families through chili growing so it's a quite a complex project (laughs) quite hard to explain in one sentence um and yeah so but this project of run by ugandans run by an occupational therapist actually you know who had a business degree but she had also gone on to study um occupational therapy and and uh there's a whole team of them though different like some of them were teachers some of them physiotherapists and 
one of them was in the army but then learned accounting you know so a really cool team and but then they had all these problems like with the hospital with with schools um people who it turned out yeah was resented them or thought that they had all this money coming from the uk um and ireland when actually it wasn't as much as it seemed you know it was only just enough to feed the kids and enough to buy the firewood and enough to pay the cook and the matron you know for the school or for the hospital but it wasn't enough then to go and give an extra bit to to the teachers or enough to buy this or that and so everybody had to kind of sometimes do a bit more but there was resentment there uh, anyway another there's a, a long story but you know again that was a time when I had to go in and without really you know not even understanding all the language although most people spoke English most of the time but it did <laughs> go into different um the local language quite a lot so you know I had to kind of very gradually unpick the problem there over a couple of months of living there and then and feel like I wasn't succeeding because I hadn't gone and succeeded in the original plan I had of what I was going to do, like write this kind of handbook or something. <laughs> but um, actually the, the the success was getting all these problems untangled and allowing the then the work to keep flowing and, and get all these other people on board. And just, again, uh, you know, that big picture understanding that people didn't have about what was going on, particularly in this case related to money. So... Um, yeah, there'd been a theme throughout and who knew that all that could kind of come from having studied a PhD, but, um, it's, it's definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah. So just wanted to add on another bit that I've just thought of, um, a bit later and that's that what's the difference between, you know, having done that and if I hadn't done a PhD and I think, what has happened before I was doing a PhD in like my undergrad years was doing only tackling a problem say for you know one problem for a week at a time say as part of like homework or 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 um exam prep I mean you know learning a whole area of work yeah maybe you know a subject per term or you know you're building up within a subject over a few terms so you're sort of learning that stuff but actually having to sit with something that you don't know the answer to or you don't know if you're going to understand it for for sort of days um and weeks and months um you know i think particularly the problem solving aspect it didn't happen until doing a phd and i mean that could happen with with masters as well um you know those huge dissertations that people do in their masters that can you start out with your your whatever your research subject is doesn't have to be in maths it could be anything and you don't know if you're come, going to come to a decent conclusion you know i think that all teaches you that same thing of okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start something and i don't know if i'm gonna be able to finish it in a way that will really be successful or or or, or learn something or or even you know get me the the credit that i need for this um so yeah so kudos to anyone who who can sort of sit with uncertainty like that and do those kind of things I think it shows a real um you know willingness to sit with a vulnerability or or tenacity to go after something um and maybe even a naivety that that's a good thing so um yeah I would thoroughly 
encourage people to reflect on their PhDs in this way and, and talk to people about their PhDs and what do they get from it or even their masters. I didn't actually do a masters because <laughs> I couldn't afford it at the time. It was a lot of money and I was very lucky to be able to find a um, supervisor who would take me on um, and a university who took me on and they made me do a few extra sort of subjects of learning during my first year of PhD but I was able to just crack straight into it so I was very lucky in that regard um, but yeah so I think that there's a lot of different ways and not even in education people do have to um, learn these things for other ways but that's uh, this is particularly the way that I learned it so yeah thanks for listening hope it's been interesting if you've got this far <laughs> let me know what you think all right bye